Hey everybody, my name is Rachel. And I'm Christy. And we're here to bring you your weekly dose of serotonin. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Serotonin Podcast. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you all doing this week? I hope you're having a fabulous week. I know we're we're feeling pretty good. Yes. Yeah, clearly by the title of this podcast, you know, it's a it's been a good week, especially for Christy. Oh, oh my gosh, my whole week is made, my whole month is made. It's just tis the season for a wonderful <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, well, how was your week besides Taylor Swift stuff? First of all, I just want to say happy Hanukkah. Oh yes. I was about to say that. Don't worry. I I tell my Jews out there, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hope you're having a great, uh, I don't know what night it is, like third, fourth, I can't remember. We're, we're in the midst there. We're, we're going through. Right. <laughs> but yeah, happy Hanukkah to everybody. Yes. Um, but how was your week besides Taylor Swift? Oh, fabulous. I mean, it was, you know, I was grinding. It's been, it's been busy season, mm-hmm. but this really just uh, made my whole life. I mean, I I woke up on, uh, I guess it was Thursday morning that she announced it, right? Because then it was yes. Friday. Yeah. And I've been doing this thing where I'm not looking at my phone when I wake up right away. And I was up for a couple hours and I think she announced it at 8 a.m. So then I finally looked at my phone at like 8.30, 8.45. And I have a flood of texts from people <laughs> who obviously thought of me when they saw this on Instagram. And it just... Oh my god, it was an out-of-body experience, so I'm very excited to talk about this on today's episode. Yes. Um, how was your week, Rachel? You know, pretty good. Um, <laughs> I, I'm very excited about the album as well, but like I said, happy Hanukkah, good Hanukkah so far, good vibes in the air, because mm-hmm. it got a little holiday going on. Um, also, just like, I feel like this week for me was just kind of one of those weeks where I was like in that zone where I'm like, I don't feel like talking to anyone, but it was like in a good way. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna... Be with me, be with myself, you know, hang out. I'm really deep diving into the show The Magician. Ooh. It's very good. I'm, like, almost done with season two. Nice. Yeah, if you like Harry Potter, you should watch it, people out there. Okay. Just just so you all know. It's, okay. like, new age adult Harry Potter. Nice. So, yeah, just throwing that out there. But, yeah, so, awesome. um, yeah, that's how my week's been. Nothing, yeah. nothing too crazy. I just want to give a shout-out to my sister for generously giving me her HBO login, and I am starting the undoing, so. Yes, that is, will... has a cult following right now, so. Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on it. Um, yeah, I need to watch that, too, tuned. so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I think we're ready to get into today's topic, since I have a feeling this is going to be a good-length episode. Yes. Christy's got a lot to say. Nestle into your chairs, get real comfy, um, and get ready for this deep dive. Yes. All right. So let's get into today's topic, which is Taylor Swift's brand new album, Evermore. All right. So Evermore. So I'm sure majority of you know, if you have social media, if you have anything, you know, Whatever more is, it's Taylor Swift's ninth album. But for the people who don't know, I'll give you a little brief history. Don't worry, we're not skipping this just because it's brand new. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay, so this is Taylor Swift's ninth studio album, her second album of this year. Um, her first one was Folklore back in July. Um, she released this album on December 11th at 12 a.m. with the music video also for the first track on the album, Willow. Um, she announced at that this album was coming out literally, like, hours before at 8 a.m. on December 10th. 
panic attack. Yeah, you had no time. Everyone was shocked. I got the notification on my phone, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just happened to open my phone the when the notification thing. popped on. Yeah. Like the, the last thing you thought. Because she just came out with one in July. So. Yeah, exactly. And um, so she normally sees her albums as eras of her life, just because that's how it's always been. So it was interesting for her and, you know, for everyone to see her now coming out with two albums in one year. Um, but I feel like it was just one of those things we all needed, got nothing going on, COVID, all that fun stuff. But yeah, so this album is the sister album to the Folklore album that came out in July. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much just a collection of, you know, like folklore stories and some are also about her, but it's not all about her. So normally mm-hmm. her other albums are like full deep dives into her life. Everyone can find every Easter egg in every song, and I'm sure she still has some in almost every song as well, but not not every story of the song anymore is about her. It's more just pulling from things that people go through in general in life because she's yeah. that good of a songwriter. So she doesn't even need her personal experiences anymore. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much this new album, and she released it on Friday, and today when we're recording this on Sunday, it is actually her 31st birthday. Happy birthday, Tay-Tay. Yes, happy birthday, and it is her favorite number backwards, which is 13, because her birthday is December 13th, so big stuff coming. Yes. Yes, so that's the background of this lovely album. Um, I don't know if you want to go into, like, what your initial reactions were about, like, the first listen-through of the album, initial reactions of the album in general, like, what are your feels? Okay, so... When I first listen to an album, no matter what it is, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the song just goes in one ear and out the under. Yeah. Other. Like, it kind of takes a couple listens to, like, figure out what it's about, and that was definitely the case in this one. Um, but my initial reaction, uh, I saw this on Barstool, one of, uh, there's, like, this one guy that is, like, a huge uh, Taylor Swift fan, and he was saying that, like, Taylor Swift is Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> I fully agree with that, like, in the sense that she she's just the GOAT, and, like, she has so much range at this point, like, uh, so Kelly texted us, and she was like, this is her best album, which I agree, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of her best, but at this point, it's, like, apples and oranges with, like, you can't yeah. compare this to, like, 1989, so. No, they're all over the place. And, like, not to pit two queens against each other, Folklore and, and Evermore, but I think I like Evermore better. Okay. Initial reaction. Yes. And then, um, yeah, so I think, and then I was diving more into the, the interviews and stuff that she was doing, and, and one thing that she said was, like, um, that she doesn't want to give, like, ammunition for tabloids anymore, which mm-hmm. goes back to, like, you know, writing about whatever, not just about her life. Yeah. And so, um, she still found a way to tie in, like, personal Easter eggs into that, and we'll mm-hmm. deep dive more when we go song by song, but, um, yeah, I just, oh, I loved it. It was just, <laughs> she's the goat. <laughs> she is, she is. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I think for me, Evermore, I, I think right now... I like it better than Folklore, and I don't know if it's just because now I've listened to Folklore so many times, and this is, like, new content to me. However, for me, Folklore, when I listened to it, I was like, this is amazing, because it was really a culmination for me with Taylor, because there was a while there. I'm, so I'm that Taylor Swift fan that's not, like, the Christie's of the world. They've kept true to her forever, you Mm -hmm. know? There was that gap in the middle when she really went to pop, and I was like, eh. Like, not my thing, whatever. And I felt like Folklore, um, in this era of her right now, is that perfect blend of her, like country but pop and just kind of like whatever she wants it to be it's like her own being yeah and I like that about her and I like that about 
Folklore and Evermore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I enjoyed this album as well. But this one was better for me because I do like happier, more upbeat tunes. Agreed. And I don't always like to be sad. Where, like, I have a friend, Emily, who texted me and she was like, I think I like Folklore better, but also her favorite songs on this album were literally every sad song. So I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, yeah. you just like sad music, which is totally fine, but I'm the opposite. Right. So I think that was my initial reaction with this one as well. Is like, I think I like this one better. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to compare because they're just like, both their own entities, I feel like, but they are part of the same era. Yeah. So you can compare them. Mm -hmm. So I do like this one better. This one solidified my need for a record player. Oh, yeah. Like, solidified it. Folklore, I was like, I feel like I could feel this on, like, a rainy day. This one, I'm like, oh, every day. Like, Mm -hmm. I just need it in the background of my life. Like, my soundtrack to my soul. Agreed. Just playing at all times on a record player specifically. (laughs) Gotta order that. I know. I don't even have a record player, (laughs) but I was this close to ordering the record just to have it for one day that I get a record player. (laughs) Would you want to get, like, a a bougie record player or... So, I just want... I don't really care. I just wanted those, like, briefcase-looking ones. It's, like, the Victrola, like super they're not that expensive yeah i've seen them for like 50 bucks so i was yeah. just wondering if like if you're if you're holding out on it no you wanted like a nicer one i just right now i don't have room in my bedroom yeah so true. it's like once i move out to my own apartment like yeah it's sold Absolutely. it's happening i decided i'm gonna have like a bar cart mm-hmm. like but instead of bar it's gonna be like records that's, that's like my like look vibe um, yeah that's yeah. my vibe so this just solidified that i need it though love that yeah so yeah those are my initial reactions too i do agree <sighs> Good. Yes, and then, um, so what are your top three songs then? Okay, so Champagne Problems is okay. like my number one hot take. I think it's the best song she's ever written. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she also wrote it with Joe, which I think is very cute. Um, so, yes. um, some Joe's people, her boyfriend, by the so, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe Allen is her boyfriend. Um, and Some People Come For Me, I think it's better than All Too Well. Um, stronger lyrics, stronger story. Um, Hot take. Extremely hot Very take. hot take. Like, like burning, burning. Like, like, if I touch it, I'd die. <laughs> hot take. Um, second, happiness. Mm-hmm. Third is gold rush. Okay. Um, wasn't originally my favorite, but then I grew to it. Yes. And then, um, honorable mention for long story short. Okay. Yeah. That's my honorable yeah. mention, too. That's what I put, long yeah. story short. Because it's, it's just, like, a bop. Which we'll get into, but mm-hmm. it's, like, not, like, meaningful, I yeah. guess. As meaningful. It's... We'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. My top three is Tis the Damn Season, Willow, and Happiness. So, I, I love Happiness. So good. Yes. I don't know, like, what the order of the top three is. I don't have, like, an exact, like, one, two, three, but... Oh, no. That was my order. So. Yeah. That was your yeah. order? Okay. I think Happiness might be my favorite. Okay. But... Uh, and then Tis the Damn Season, then Willow. Cool. I'm gonna go in that order. Beautiful. But who knows? Yeah. But, yeah. So, um... Yeah, and then also, like I said, she released a music video, mm-hmm. so we can break into that before we go song by song, yes. because that'll take a while. <laughs> so she came out with a music video. It's supposed to be a continuation of the Cardigan music video from Folklore, which <laughs> I watched it the first time, didn't even realize. I only watched the Cardigan music video one time. Oh my god, no, I was like, oh, we're back. No, I like didn't think about it, and I was like, oh, that's weird, she's wearing the cardigan. Like, I didn't even, like, yeah. put two and two together because I don't actively watch music videos that often. It's just, like, not my thing. Yeah. So, it was, like, I watched Cardigan one time and then I watched Willow one time and then I went back to watch Willow again just to, like, re-watch it and marinate with it. And I was, like, wait, that's the end of the Cardigan music video. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it starts where we left off with Folklore, clearly, you know, connecting all the lines. 
the whole situation. So, I mean, what was your feelings about the music video? How'd you like it? Oh, it was just beautiful. Like, her, mm-hmm. the red lipstick with the, the flower crown thing was just so pretty. And, um, I mean, at this point, I'm so, I know her so well in terms of, like, the things, how she feels about fame and, like, all mm-hmm. these things that, like, I didn't really have to read all, any of the theories no. to, like, know what she was talking about. And I loved um, how... It, when she's in that glass box, she's surrounded by a circus, and mm-hmm. it t- ties back to the mirror ball, like, rodeo clown circus yes. thing, so, um... The whole, like, her just magical. being, like, stared at through yeah. this, like, glass, and I know in the background of that scene, there's, like, snakes and stuff, like, yeah. there's the pythons, it's, like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, mm-hmm. rep era kind of situation. Yeah. And I was just living, I mean, my whole, like, design, just, like, life aesthetic is, like, essentially anthropology, and so I feel <laughs> it was like... very anthropology vibe. So Taylor's just, like, I mean, she's also that way, like, I've seen pictures, yes. you know, when she has, like, small videos of her house and stuff, like, yes. it's just, she's, she's, like, birdcage, like, you know, like, very anthropology as well, so mm-hmm. I just... Jewel tones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt it in my spirit, just the aesthetic. Yes, yeah. I thought it was cool, so, I mean, I saw this tweet, and I kind of recognized some of those things, too, with her in the glass box. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, like, obvious she's talked so much about that yeah um and like the weird cult part yeah. in it <laughs> I know she's like, I was like what <laughs> is happening it's like witchy cult like dancing and I was like excuse me she's definitely on like witch talk you yeah know? <laughs> she is it was like full Illuminati shit like people are like mm, I don't know maybe like maybe she's alluding to she's a part of the Illuminati <laughs> Or that there's a part of it. No, she's... Well, no, she said, I know. like, you know, it's about, like... The industry. Casting, well, no, she's saying, like... The, oh, that. Casting, like, a love spell. Yes. Like, that's, like, the theme of the song. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> she, I think she's on Witch Talk, like, <laughs> writing things and then, like, putting candle burning sets yeah, on no, it. Yeah, It's cool. But, yeah, but the whole story, I mean, it started with her with the... Which I thought was cool, the gold string, because that mm-hmm. plays into invisible strings from folklore. Where it's, like, following the, you know, a gold string that tied me to you. Like, ah, I love that. And then, obviously, she has a love interest in this music video. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where that was. And then she ends up with him at the end. So, I feel like it went through this whole life. And then it's, like, her ending up with Joe at the end, I think, was, like, the meaning of it. Like, her going through all of this to then end up with him at the end. Yeah. And actually, fun fact, the guy that was in the music video um was a backup dancer on a red tour oh cool so, she yeah. was like i know you yeah we'll use you <laughs> but yeah so i think um and then the music video is just supposed to like go through each era so um i can read the thread a little yeah. bit um so like the first part is her you know sitting at that piano like right at the end of cardigan and um cardigan i feel like was more like talking about like your youth like being young all of that so that's kind of showing like here's her debut taylor swift album she's young she sees the string she's gonna follow it like choose the path and like go where mm-hmm. everyone wants her to go then she moves into you know this like look it's like the purple leaves the it's it's very like speak now fearless yeah look to mm-hmm. it um so she's like found this new area it's very new and pretty and the willow tree and like ugh. Mm-hmm. so that's that vibe in the music video and then she dives in or she's looking at her reflection I think is what it says here yeah yeah she's looking at her reflection she's looking at like her lost loves it's her first like real heartbreak album was red mm-hmm. so I think it's like looking at the past of like oh mm-hmm. here's my reflection like now I'm here whatever so that's that and then I saw this part where it was like once she dives in she was in with the like little kid scene yeah. and someone put that to 1989 but then I also saw someone say that could be with that still with red because she had that song um was it the last time or the one with Ed Sheeran 
um, in red. Yeah, yeah. They were little kids in that. Yeah. So I think that was almost alluding to more that album and not 1989. And the girl who wrote this thread even said, like, she couldn't decide where yeah. it went. It's also, um, she, I think Taylor said this, like, with Seven, it's like a mirror. Yeah. 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 So it kind of ties in a yeah. few things, I think. Yeah. But anyway, so then she ends up in this little, you know, thing. It's very nostalgic, back to her childhood, her next album her fourth album was 1989 Mm -hmm. um and so you know that's the year she was born Mm -hmm. so kid whatever and then that's where she ends up in that box the last box that you're talking about where and then she's showing here's this big event you know Mm -hmm. she was called a snake all the stuff the circus the Mm -hmm. carnival and then while she's in there um she says you know the line which we'll get to I'm gonna so keep good. that um <laughs> you and, know you know <laughs> yeah if you know you know um but yeah and then that's pretty much showing like the reputation era because that's when it's the witchy dancing like we were talking about <laughs> where it was like super like dark mm-hmm. vibes because I feel like that's like reputation mm-hmm. and then she decides to see the string again going back finding herself and choosing the path away from that yeah and then you know, going going in the, the direction towards lover, yes. <laughs> out of the woods, then that's, like, the lover thing. She's no longer naive anymore. Now she's, like, following the, like, love and the line and whatever. And then, you know, comes back to where she was before with folklore. And then we're yeah. back at Evermore when she's walking out of the doors of the place where the music video first started. And she's walking into the woods with her love oh, forevermore. Forevermore. <laughs> yes. So cute. So I, I liked the theory. I thought it was cool. So if you haven't thought about that yet while watching it you mm-hmm. should go back and really take this all in and rewatch it because mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool yeah but yeah so do you have any other thoughts theories anything for this thing or was that the main that's it um I guess we can dive into yeah. each song I mean we could start with Willow because that's yeah. the first song in, in the music video yeah um so let's just go into Willow as a whole the song opinions thoughts it. I mean so there's I feel like the music video really speaks for itself on this one, yeah. but I guess we can t- we can talk about the line, I come back stronger yes. than a 90s trend. That is <sighs> an iconic line, I come back stronger, stronger than a 90s trend. First of all, just wait. Every bitch out there is going to have this as a caption, and I will be one of them. <laughs> oh no, she gave me captions for the next, like, five years. Well, like, yes, set. <laughs> 100%, but I think this is, like, the most basic bitch caption that you will find, like... It is perfectly used, and most of the people listening to her are, like, born within the 90s, so it's like, oh, I'm a 90s baby, like, I'm gonna use this, like, this is awesome. So, yeah, that was iconic. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) But, yeah, I I don't know, I just love the song for me. I'm really big on, like, the melt, like, so I know you're really big into lyrics, especially Mm -hmm. being a Taylor Swift fan, because there's a lot of Easter eggs, there's all this stuff. For me, it's, that's not my, like, whole vibe. I like to listen to it as a whole, meaning, and also, like, the vibe it gives me, and I'm almost more into the melody and, like, the melodic, like, tune of it, and this song probably had, like, one of the best ones out of the whole album. The, like, way her voice was just, like, uh, yeah, the, like, (laughs) I don't know, the steps of her yeah. voice and the, like, le- like the melody and everything was, like, perfect. Like, I can listen to that over and over and over again. It probably was, like, one of her best, like, melodically written songs, I, I think. Like, not specifically lyrically or, like, meaning, but, like, definitely, like, melody-wise, oh, my gosh. Slapped. Incredible. That's why it's one of my favorites. Um, and then song number two, which is your hot take song, Champagne Problems, give it to me. It's so good. It's just, it tells the story about a broken engagement, or I guess an engagement rejection from mm-hmm. a woman's uh, point of view. And, um, yeah, it's just so well written, and there's my favorite line, which is, 
Um, however, Green, our group of friends, don't think we'll say that word again, and soon they'll have the nerve to deck the halls that we once walked through. Like, that is just <laughs> so descriptive. Like, I feel like I'm being an English teacher. Yeah. Like, it's just so, like, she, her songwriting is just unbelievable, and this song just really does something to me, because it's that, like, storytelling, but you can connect to it, and it's, like, what a shame she's, like, fucked in the head. Like, there's just so many elements of the song that's just, like... It, it, it feels like you're going on a roller coaster almost, so yeah. that is why it is my favorite song. <laughs> and Taylor Swift's cursing now is, like, powerful. <laughs> like, and Taylor and Joe wrote together, which is so Yeah, that's good. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. For me, like, I really liked it, and like I said, with the melody, I don't know what it is. I like the melody of the song, but when she says champagne problems, it, like, it doesn't feel like a part of the song does that sound weird yeah I it's mean, good it's amazing and I enjoy listening to it it's probably like one of my favorites after like the mm-hmm. ones I already named and I can continue listening to it but for some reason the first time I listened to it before I knew the lyrics before I knew meanings yeah. it was just like that part was like yeah it didn't like register properly yeah. in the tempo I yeah. guess is the point like the tempo of the song Ab- yeah that's okay. just the way my brain works when I listen to music like yeah. we're obviously the opposite no, I'm like- <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking about, lyric. like, the meaning of, of, or even just the meaning of the, the phrase champagne problems. Like, it's, like, your, like, world is destroyed. You're, oh, yeah. You it's know, amazing. You're, and, and, but to everyone else, it's just, like, you know, a, a, oh, like, you, you were in love. What a luxury to have. Like, you'll get, you'll find a new person. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's just a champagne problem. Yeah. Like, drink it off, call it yeah, a day. Exactly. Like, bye. No, it's great. The lyrics and the meaning are, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and the, beautiful. the picture of you in the wallet and my mom's calling me, like, oh, my God. Just... <laughs> I feel like her lyrics recently have, like, called me dumb. Like, just straight <laughs> up. Like, she's... Because... And that's the other thing, and I understand where you come from with, like, the all-too-well like, obviously was not written as well as this was because she was younger and she didn't know as many big words and, like, sm- and like you know what I mean? reading some hardcore literature. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's, like, I get where you come from with that, like, well-written-wise, but in the end of the day, like, I just think All Too Well just, like, hits better with, like, everyone. Like, sometimes I listen to her music and I'm, like, I gotta look up that word. Like, I don't know what the fuck she's saying. I didn't saying. know it was from Alyssa Oh, okay. Bears. I, I actually what knew meant. what that was. Yeah. But there's, like, some words that she says and I'm just, like, uh, so it's like, and I'm not good with poetry. That's probably right. my like least favorite thing, right? Yeah. In school, uh-huh. so like I feel like all of her songs recently are poetry, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. But I don't understand it. And that's actually really funny. So my the next song, Gold Rush. I guess mm-hmm. we can jump into yeah. that one. Um, one of the things I wrote. Okay, so she has this line called "With your hair falling into place like dominoes," and it's funny how she. And this is literally what I wrote. Like, it's funny how she uses um like these like like dominoes like that's such like a cute little like cutesy mm-hmm. like simile but then she'll go and write like clandestine like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it just it's funny how she goes it's all over the place this like cute cutesy little like easy even, words <laughs> easy words or even like um with uh the lakes i think it was or uh it was like the no one was there to tweet it like that's mm-hmm. very like basic yeah, yeah and then she'll go into like some crazy like descriptive thing so it's funny so that's yeah that was she... my takeaway of gold rush was it, it was like very cutesy mm-hmm. and kind of different um from the, from the yeah rest of the album. this was probably the only song that i wrote just like not much on i was like yeah. fun song yeah it's fun <laughs> fun and... song and it's good and it's enjoyable and i will probably listen to it a hundred times but it is it gave me nothing besides like Fun song. Yeah. I don't know why. It's very Antonoffy. Like, he, that's kind of, okay. he has this, like, synth 
pop sound. I mean, that's kind of, mm. that was like, he wrote 1989 with her. I mean, he's, okay. he's worked with her for a while, but I didn't even have to look at who wrote this with You just her. knew. I just knew. Like, this sounds like Jack Antonoff. Like, <laughs> this is the kind of fan this, this Christy man, is. This man, like, knows what he, yeah. He, he has a specific sound. And then um, I loved the glitter chimes in the background. Okay, yeah. It was so, oh, I loved it. No, it was good. That's, again, the melody, the music, mm-hmm. beautiful. Loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, it was just a fun, good song. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let's get into, like, one of my favorites. Oh, wait, sorry. I have, oh, some, okay. I have some theories tied to the oh, song, too. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, go okay. for it. So, um, she mentioned with my Eagles shirt hanging from the door, and some people were Who's saying, an Eagles fan? So, there's uh, there's two things with this. So, some people were saying that it was Harry Styles, that he had, like, a Eagles shirt on, and, like, people okay. were like, oh, it's Harry Styles, but it's like, I don't think she's still writing no. about Harry Styles. But then I was also thinking, when I first heard it, I thought it was the, the band, the Eagles. Oh. Because my mom's, like, a huge fan, so that's, like, what I thought That of. is probably what it is. And I think, so people were like, oh, Philadelphia Eagles. It's like, oh, that's what my brain went to. Yeah, and it's like, no, I think it's the the Eagles, like, a I band mean, that would t-shirt. make way more sense for Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, actually, isn't she, like, from Pennsylvania? Yeah. So. So, like, it actually could have been I her Eagles shirt. Maybe. Because okay, if I Eagles are... Her. Pennsylvania. If I ever meet her, that'll probably be my one question, because that's something I need to know. (laughs) I need to know which eagle it is. (laughs) Let me know. Is there any other theories or anything? Yes, and so the the Kaylers of the world, the people who stand Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift still being a secret love affair, um, unearthed a photo from the most recent Met Gala, so I guess 2019, Mm -hmm. that um, she was... First of all, horrible dress she was wearing. Yeah, it was awful. You sent it to me. Carly Claus. Bright gold. And yeah. Like and then, black. okay, so the theme was camp, and then that's the best she could do was just, like, a Bright basic gold. <laughs> gold dress with, like, puffy sleeves. I was like, Yeah, oh, really? I mean, that's more on the designer. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, her caption for the, the dress was Gold Rush. So then people were like, oh, my God, it's about Carly Claus. <laughs> so there's also that. And we have to get into the best line, which is... Um, and the coastal town we wandered around had never seen a love as pure as it, and then it fades into the gray of my day old tea because it could never be. Like, see, like, everything you just said to me, I'm like, poem. <laughs> Don't understand you. Insanity. It's just so descriptive, <laughs> and I mean, we're in a coastal town, so I'm, like, romanticizing all uh, my, like, Tampa fuckboys, so it's just... <laughs> <laughs> You're romanticizing about the wrong things, Taylor Swift is putting the wrong ideas in your head. I don't know, it's just funny, I, like, you know, mm. I feel like everyone can relate to that, like, coastal town, like, whatever. And, I mean, yeah, and I always have And I always have day-old tea sitting around, so... That's funny. I was just... Uh, floored by that line. <laughs> floored. It took me aback. Uh, okay, right. sorry. Now we can no, get into good. Tis the Damn Yes, one of my absolute favorite songs. I freaking love this song. First of all, this song calls out all the hoes with the hometown hookups. <laughs> every time you go home, you hit up this one guy. Like, right. literally, she just called out every hoe. We all have one. Not even a hoe, but like a little, like, you know, you, yeah. you have a little man at home. Um, no, I don't really have one, but... <laughs> But most people do. I do. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but no, I just loved it because it's like I don't know. It's it's kind of not even just the vibe of like you go back to this one guy who's like comfortable every time you're home, but then you like have to leave because just in the end of the day, it's like mm-hmm. that's just not what's right for you. Even though like she said, it's like the warmest bed mm-hmm. like you'll ever be in, whatever. Because it's like he obviously gives you that comfort. It's that home feeling, and I almost even tie it for me because I'm like from a smaller town. Yeah. So it gave me those like hometown vibes of like 
oh, like, whenever I go home to my small town, I just feel, like, that warmth. Like, oh, I'm here, I'm home, whatever. But then at the same time, I'm like, okay, like, you gotta go, you gotta leave, and gotta go live your life. And, like, you can't live in that, like, little warm happiness bubble forever. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the feeling it invoked in me when I listened to it. And that's definitely, like, the base vibe of what she was, like, putting out there with, like, this is the guy you go home to, he's there, he, like, you can call me babe for the weekend, we'll be happy here, and then, like, I'm gonna dip out again, like, yeah. see you never Loved kind it. of thing. So, I don't know. I, I like, really felt felt the feelings yes. of this. They and hit with me. It's also connected to Dorothea, which we'll get into yes. later. Yeah, so. we'll get into that. But, yeah, so I think that's how I felt. I saw, like, a few theories. I think someone tied to Kayla again. <laughs> There's, like... It's just reaching at this yeah, point. Yeah, reaching. Even, even me, who... I still believe that it happened at one point. Yeah. Time, but it's... But not everything she says is going to be she's about Carly Cross. She's writing an album with her new boyfriend. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah, and I don't Carly think... Carly is pregnant and married. Like, Yeah, like, I don't think this. everything that she's writing is going to be about like especially at this point she's like what like three albums in about like yeah. four albums in about joe like i think i think it's we're, we're really reaching now. yeah yeah but yeah um is there any theories you found on this song or no no that's it okay. I just, uh, what's we'll, your opinion we'll dive more into how it's connected to dorothea but it's funny when i so i put out our tiktok the day the day it was announced i was like mm-hmm. okay here are the theories and um someone in the comments corrected me and was like no it's just Dorothy like that's how I know I saw that I was like wait oh my gosh I'm so dumb and then nope it it was Dorothea okay you were right (laughs) there was a theory that it was uh Gigi Hadid's baby name oh oh we're going to Dorothea now I was like what are we talking about oh sorry no 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 (laughs) No, 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 you're fine I'm getting off track Anyways, so we'll I was I was confused. Dorothea. I was like, "Tis the damn season, Gigi's baby name." <laughs> no, I'm getting off track. Okay, so then my favorite line in this one yes. is, "The holidays linger like a bad perfume. You can run, but only so far." Okay, yeah, yeah, I like, like that. You know, you, you mm-hmm. can't you can't escape Christmas, you can't escape the holidays, and going back to your hometown. Mm-hmm. So actually, I am this year, but not, <laughs> not by choice. Yeah, no, it's just one of those things. Like you go home, you do that, and yep. then you like dip. Yep. Um. Okay. So the big track five, Taylor Swift on every album, her track five is the most like supposed to be the most like deep, meaningful, sad song. Yeah. So that would be on this album, tolerated. Um. Yeah, I think this is just about, like, you know, you're stuck in, like, kind of, like, a loveless relationship. Like, he's not treating you, like, giving you the love you fully deserve. And I almost, when I first listened to it, it was almost felt like a woman, like, overthinking Yeah. in her relationship, too. Like, she felt like she wasn't getting this love, but then at the same time, she's like, well, tell me if I'm, like, wrong. Like, like am I just thinking these things or, like, am I right? Yeah. And I feel like we've all kind of been there in relationships where you sit there and you're like, is he really not treating me well or am I just asking for too much? Yeah. And I feel like she was kind of, like, playing that idea up of, like, no, like, you're probably not asking for too much. Like, he's truly just, like, tolerating you, you know? Yeah, and That's the, the, the whole words yeah. of affirmation thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's a theory that uh, it's tied to uh, Prince Charles and Princess Diana's love story. Okay. Yeah. Lack of a love story. I saw that. So because she's um, been watching The Crown, I saw that. If you yeah, so if you listen through that lens, it's really um, it's a really great song. And um, yeah, because they kind of just had that. I mean, if you watch interviews with Princess Diana, like I don't know if you've gone in depth with all of that, but um, if you watch interviews with like Princess Diana and she talks about her relationship, and it's very much like she regrets ever marrying him. Uh, Charles, Prince Charles, just because, like, he really treated her like nothing. He was always in love with uh, Camilla. 
is her name right? Yeah. Um, and, like, they just couldn't get married, so he married Diana because he had to. Like, it was exactly. kind of one of those things. And yeah. so it's just, like, super sad. It makes me angry. But, um, I have a hot take here. I don't think it's strong enough to be a track five. I would agree. I think happiness should have been the track five. I agree. I think that would have been really strong to, to put, like, you know, that opposite type thing where it's, like, that's always the saddest song, but I'm gonna name it happiness. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so... I would agree. Um, I'm I'm kind of underwhelmed by this song. It's yeah. not a skip by any means. No, but, no. Um, in terms of the track five selection, I was pretty surprised. Yeah. No, so was I. When yeah. I listened to it, I was, like, expecting this, like, intense, like, oh, like, I'm going to cry right now. Like, it's happening. And I was like, okay. Like, that was good. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So, but I, I, but I do think it is probably one of the saddest songs on the album. Like, the idea of it yeah, is absolutely. very sad. My favorite so. line here is, I made you my temple, my mural, my sky, and now I'm begging for footnotes in the story of your life. Oh, I like so that. It's sad. It's very sad. V sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're into, like, fun. Like, yes. this is, like, we go from super freaking sad to, like, oh, we're, like, murdering men now. <laughs> So. Like, we're past just tolerating it. We're not no doing that body, anymore. No body, no crime. Yes, no body, no crime with Haim, I think is how they pronounce it. Yeah. Um, They didn't really sing much in this. I think they just played most of the, the backup. backup. Yeah. Um, But they're Taylor Swift's best friends. I think, did they even tour with her one time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I really like them. They're cool. I kind of wish they sang. They're, like, fun. But anyway, it's a bop. It's just, you know, like a good, good, good song. It's a pretty much, like murder mystery i think it was she's like loves murder mysteries so it's supposed to be like kind of a murder mystery song yes yeah, so she um she's obsessed with like the true crime podcast mm. and so it's about the murder of a woman named Esty who confronts her cheating husband and then she's killed for it so yeah and Esty's a girl from him yes who's her best friend yes so exactly that's why she asked him to be on it <laughs> so yes we're just murdering men out here and um another thing <laughs> is uh that she texted so this is part of like an interview she said she said she texted the girls from Haim, I, one of them, and just said, um, you're not going to understand this text for a few days, but which chain restaurant do you like the best? And then she named a couple, and then they chose Olive <laughs> and Garden. And that's why Olive Garden's yeah. in there. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. Yeah, in the middle of the song, she just says Olive Garden. Everyone's like, oh, okay. Olive Garden? <laughs> I know. I was like, ooh, breadsticks. <laughs> I love that she, like, purposely was like, tell me which one's your favorite chain restaurant. Like Chili's or... <laughs> Chili's, Olive Garden, Outback. What you feeling? <laughs> What's resonating with so you today? Funny. And so there's also a theory, too, that it's um, based on the Chris Watts murders. I'm not really into true crime, but yeah, I that's what my friends Okay, said. I would have to watch the Chris Watts murders, but yeah. I'm sure if she's watching it during quarantine like everyone else, yeah. like... It's probably just another thing. My other takeaway from this was that Taylor Swift listens to podcasts, so maybe we could get our <laughs> get our name out there. If yeah. you know anyone. Hey, Taylor, how you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, no, but that was, it's just like a fun, fun song. As like a woman, you're just kind of like, hell yeah, badass. Like, yeah. I'll kill him. <laughs> I don't really have a, a best line for this one. I just like the Olive Garden name drops. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We like that. Um, okay, and then the song that we said should be the track five is next, which is Happiness, and this is... I think I named this as my number one favorite. Um, like, I don't know. It just, like, resonated a lot with me, like, personally. Yeah. Um, it's So, I guess, for me, the thing I took away from it is um, pretty much it's, it's, like, a double thing of, like, it's okay, like, in a relationship after it ends to look back and be like, 
there will be, like, first of all, after you finish a relationship, you should always feel like there's going to be happiness after that relationship. And she obviously says that, you know, like, there'll be Mm -hmm. happiness after you, Mm -hmm. whatever. But then it's also, like, there was happiness because of you. Like, you're allowed to also still look back and be like, okay, like, we had happy times. Just because if it ended badly, ended whatever, like, you're still allowed to, like, move on, but also, like, remember the good. Like, you don't always have to be, like, spiteful towards someone. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's what I took in, like, one of the lines that I liked was, like, tell me, I think it was, tell me when did your winning smile begin to look like a smirk? Because it's, like, I feel like when you're in a relationship, especially towards the end, if, like, it's ending, everything starts to annoy you, you start to hate them, you start to resent them, it's, like, you know, their smile is now, like, oh, this evil, like, you're a piece of shit, like, I hate you feeling, and then this song's almost, like, telling you, like, okay, now we're, like, moving on, like, we're past that, it's, like, however long later, and, like, you're able to look back and be, like, I hope, wish you happiness, I wish me happiness, like, I had happiness from you, like, I have happiness now without you, like, my life is okay, and, like, everything will be fine. So I, like, felt really, like, strongly about that. (laughs) I love the part about you haven't met the new me yet, because Mm -hmm. there's always, I don't care who you are, after you break up with someone, you go through, like, a whole transformation, whether that's, like, you dive into fitness, or you just go to therapy, or you do something Mm -hmm. different, there's always, like, that reinvention of yourself so I loved that part where it was like I'm I'm as a wreck right now but like wait till you see me in a couple months like I will be much happier and like exactly yeah I just think I mean it's not even like people do like specific like overly transform themselves either it's like any relationship you're in you learn something from it so it's like your new self will be whatever you learned about yourself through that relationship, whatever mm-hmm. you learned about what you want out of your next relationship, how you want to live your life now. And I mean, anytime you date someone or with someone, you learn something, they might teach you new food, new songs, new whatever. Like the tweets I've seen that are like the only thing, like he, he gave me new restaurants or yeah. whatever, like <laughs> stupid stuff, but it's still like new things in your life that you can enjoy that like maybe you didn't enjoy before. And that's still part of being a new you and the things you've learned. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought this, I definitely think this song should have been track five. Yeah. Like, just, it. I feel like it resonates with so many people, mm-hmm. and it is emotional. Like, it's called happiness, but it's very, like, yeah. in your feels, like, you're almost, like, reflecting on yourself while listening to it, I so feel good. like. So, I don't know. I, I loved it. So, yeah. Yeah. Is there any theories, anything? No? Nope. That's it. Yeah, it's just a solid, good song. Good song. But um, yeah, and then now, now we could talk about Dorothea. Sorry, I was getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> this is Gigi Hadid's baby's name, apparently. Yeah, so um, that's the only theory that I have for this one. But um, there's also actually no, there's one more that the it's about Selena Gomez. I saw that. So okay, to yeah. Think about but basically the storyline is like the guy it's from the guy's perspective and from tis the damn season from tis the damn season and he's just saying like hey i know you're out in la but like i still mm-hmm. love you and um but it's more of like a happier like yeah yeah hey, so you're doing good but like yeah like do ya. you remember me like how are you doing yeah. like what's up yeah no and i mean for people who want to like go back and listen to it because i know i did this with the aug like the triangle and folklore with like the august um cardigan and betty just to see what lines like tied so I know that in Tis the Damn Season, like, she talks about, like, okay, like, gotta go back to L.A. Yeah. And then in this one, he's like, oh, like, you're on my small screen, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, your probably phone. Instagram, yeah. like, whatever. Like, she's being all influencer-y mm-hmm. out there, like, with her, he, I think they, he literally said something about, like, brand deals or something yeah. or, like, magazines. And, yeah. 
whatever. So it's like those two things tie. It's like she's talking about how she has to go back to LA into the damn season. And then in Dorothea, he's talking about her being out in LA. So if you wanted to find something that tied them together. So there's another set of Mm -hmm. lines and it's, so I'll go back to LA. Um, and the so-called friends who write books about me if I ever make it. Mm -hmm. And then he says, you got shiny friends since you left town. Mm -hmm. So I love that. How it's like, you can, you know, she's like, oh yeah, they're fake friends. And then she, and then he's like, ooh, you got shiny new friends. So yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah. I saw the Taylor Swift. I was like, that was interesting. It was a cool breakdown. A lot of things did tie to Taylor. I mean, not Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez's life. Um, and Selena Gomez is obviously one of her best friends. So, I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world, but if you want to know more about that, you can, like, look up a thread on that, because yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> so, and I have to be honest, if I had to pick a skip, I don't think, I think this is one of the albums, I think this and Reputation, no skips. Like, but if I had to pick a skip, mm-hmm. it's this one. Okay. It's just like, eh. So, that's how I felt when I first listened through it, for this song, and now I've listened through it a bunch of times, and it's become, like, a lot more enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just a fun, like, again, with the melody, it's like... Hey, Dorothea, da, 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 da. like it's do, 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 do. like it's just fun in the yeah. car, like good times. I don't know. I really, and I, I slowly enjoyed it more. The first time listening through, I was kind of just like, oh, it's a throwout song too. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think it's just one of those albums. Like you gotta listen to them all. Totally. Um. Yeah. Seven is my skip for folklore. I don't like that song. Okay. I have a few skips for folklore. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I Which thought ones? about it. And I counted, oh, I don't even know. I, I counted how many songs on Folklore I would skip and then how many, or not skip, and then how many songs so far on um, Evermore I would skip. And, like, there was, like, a lot more yeah. on Folklore. Okay. I just wanted to see, like, where they measured with me, mm-hmm. you know, to see. Because, um, I don't know. I just wanted to see which vibes I was feeling more. Yeah. Do my own little research. Well, this, this has no skips, so. Yeah, I, I think this Very. one has no skips for me for the most part. I mean, every so often you're just, like, not in the mood for a slow song, but mm-hmm. but then just don't put on this album. <laughs> um, okay, so next song is Coney, Coney Island, Island with The Nationals. Is that? The National. National. He's one person? Yeah, uh, so it's a band. Okay. One, the like, National. One sing- yeah, singular <laughs> title. <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> and there's brothers who, so it's Aaron Dessner and Bryce Dessner. Okay. And then there's two other guys, I've never heard of them, but they sound a lot like Bonnie Vare, like, with their dark, deep You've probably, voices. have you heard Light Years? Like, I'm light years away from you. That's, like, one of their biggest Probably songs. not, no. Yeah, I don't listen like to music-ish. <laughs> I, I like, say, I'm listening to 69, Ariana Grande. It's not even that. It's, like, I, this year I probably listened to the most, like, new music for me, like, ever. Um, because normally I'm actively just listening to early 2000s music. True. Oh, yeah. No, you have Like, whole, I don't, I don't live low. in the now. Yeah. So. No, but the National's amazing. Um. Okay. Yeah, they, they give me that, like, she likes that deep Bonnie Vare like, yeah. voice. Am mm-hmm. I saying his name right? Yes, Okay. Go me. Anyway, so Coney Island. Coney Island. Uh, I just, I was laughing with my sister because I think that uh, Coney Island itself is not, like, a great place. Like, it's very... It's yeah. Like, it's like a rundown, you know, yeah. carnival. And it's just so funny. I'm like, I wonder if she's ever actually been there or she's just, like, romanticizing this, like, dirty hot dog water place, <laughs> you know? Dirty hot dog water. On She's probably been there. I mean, yeah, she, like, loves New York and stuff, but I always just thought it was funny. Like, you never hear her, like, romanticizing, like, Bora Bora or anything like that. It's always, like... <laughs> like the it's, grossest uh, yeah. places. <laughs> this might be the number one grossest place she decided to romanticize. Literally. 
So, um, it was written by, with Joe, Aaron Dessner, and Bryce Dessner. Okay. Um, and this is, like, the main thing that I want to talk about with the mm-hmm. theories is there's a bridge that... Yes. Repre- like, references pretty much all of her last relationships. I saw that. And so, people were saying, like, oh, she's re-recording all of her old music. Maybe she just, like, was inspired mm-hmm. by all this. So, um... There's a part that mentions, it's like the bridge, so it's like with a big cake, happy birthday, and that references when Jake Gyllenhaal was like an ass and didn't um, show up to her birthday party, and she wrote that song, The Moment I Knew, and then, um, what else? I did, I paint your skies the blue, bluest skies the darkest gray, and um, there's part, when I got into the accident, that's about Harry Styles. Yeah, what's the, the bluest Sky is whatever is John Mayer, yeah, right? Yeah, Because she mm-hmm. says that John in Mayer. Dear John or one of those songs. Dear John, yeah. Yeah. You paint me a blue sky I remember and go that. back and turn it to rain. I'm proud of you <laughs> yeah. for that. Sorry, I've missed that part. And those then, are my albums. I know yes. I know what's happening with Dear John. I listen to that on my own all the time. And then I love this part, but when I walked up to the podium, I think I, that I forgot to say your name. And so mm-hmm. she, when she was dating Calvin mm-hmm. Harris, she thanked him in the iHeart Radio Awards for, like, oh, she's like, thanks, my boyfriend, Ka- Calvin. But then when she was at the Grammys... She didn't thank him. She didn't thank him at all, and as she shouldn't, because he's not part of this story. And so um, in the Miss Americana documentary, she talks about how when she won the Grammy for 1989 and she was at the top of the mountain, mountain that mm-hmm. she looked around and there was no one else with her. Yeah. You know, she was all alone, and so... It was just funny because she was dating Calvin Harris at the yeah. time, and then she still said that. <laughs> so, she's like, I called my mom, and um, so, yeah, this, that whole bridge yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I saw a theory, so I know you were saying there's one theory about this, that bridge, saying, like, oh, she's writing her music right now, so she's probably going back, but then I saw another theory that this was, like, a rejected reputation song. Ooh. I was like, interesting. I like that. Because it, it is so much going back, I guess. So, I mean, it could be either or since she is re-recording, but I wonder how, when this was written exactly. Because she did recently True. start re-recording. So it's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she I wonder... has, like, those, like, lyrics in the journals or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wonder if she, like, thought this through, like, back in Reputation. Because it doesn't have, like, Tom Hiddleston. Like, it's a little bit mm-hmm. farther back. Interesting. So, yeah. I don't know, that's, like, kind of the way... Yeah. I, like I, I saw that, and then my favorite line, I just like this line, I don't even know <laughs> if it has any meaning, but it was, we were like the mall before the internet, the place to be. I was like, ah, oh, true. true. Just because, like, I don't know, back yeah. before we had phones, like, you go to the mall with your friends, like, you hang out with your friends, like, you're not on your phones on the internet, like, talking to each other, like, the place to be was, like, the mall, the movies, like, mm-hmm. doing BS with your friends, and I was like, wow, that's such, like, a yeah intuitive line. And then meet me by the mall. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I loved that. Um, okay, yeah. And then the next song is Ivy, which just gave me like cute vibes, you know? Yeah. I was like I was just feel like the music wise was just like cute, like uh, which I don't think it's a cute lyrically no. at all. No, it's very sad. Yeah, it's very sad, but it's like for some reason it's like gives me cute vibes. Yeah, the me- yeah, the melodies. The melodies and whatever. But I-, I did see something that it could be about like Scooter Braun or whatever, but I'm not sure. So it's actually um or like kind Scott of, Bruschetta. It's, so it's 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 kind of a made up story. Uh-huh. It's about um it's kind of like the other side of like illicit affairs. Okay. So it's basically like she's this woman's married and because it took me a while to figure out what mm. it was about, so I had to go and read the Yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I don't worry. I researched. 
So she's, this woman's married, but she loves this other man, and then the other man is, like, the ivy, like, it's just, it's, like, growing all over how she can't escape it in terms of, like, she just loves this guy, but, you Mm -hmm. know, it's kind of hard to hide at this point, and so the ivy keeps growing, like, all over her. Okay, that's cool. And so, um, I think it's, like, one of the more, like, underrated, like, storytelling Mm -hmm. songs, because there's just so much detail that you kind of just get distracted. It's, like, so much. Exactly. So, (laughs) So I'm just like, it's cute. (laughs) So, like, the best line in this is, um, I'd live and die for moments that we stole on begged and borrowed time, so tell me to run or dare to sit and watch what will become, and I'll drink my husband's wine. Oh. So, it's just, like you better figure this out because I'm just chilling here and drinking my husband's wine and we got to figure out how to get out, like, you know, yeah. together, so. Damn. Great song. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like a big thing with this album that I saw a difference of the two was, like, folklore, like I said, I think I said this at the beginning, but to go more in depth is, like, folklore was very, like, young stories, if that makes sense. Like, the whole, like, the that's... Betty, the James, the, like, young, cute, and then these stories are very much, like, adult like marriage and dealing with like long-term breakups and big like serious things like cheating and I mean yes there was cheating but it was more like the illicit affairs cheating was like kind of more like oh he cheated on you like my boyfriend cheated on me like sad type of thing and then this is like definitely more like adult like I'm in a marriage how do I get out of this loveless marriage these things and it's like very serious like that's what I older. love about it yeah yeah I just I got tired I mean I loved uh you know that whole James Betty situation but yeah I was like oh, another song about high school like are we really mm-hmm. doing this with, yeah like, like she's 31 like yeah <laughs> so I was very happy to to see that yeah shift. yeah I think that's like the big thing about this album that I've noticed it's like much older like more mature it's almost like now officially like grown with her fans exactly. if that makes sense love it. so I'm I'm a big fan um, but yeah, and then the next song, Cowboy Like Me, Cowboy Like Me, um, literally like Bonnie and Clyde type shit, <laughs> like literally. Yeah, no, it was so good. I think it's a sleeper. I think that it's an mm-hmm. amazing song that people yeah. are gonna yeah. to love. It has the same chords as Tim McGraw at the beginning there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people picked up on that I saw, and I heard it too cool. a little bit. If you listen to it, it's like right at the beginning, it kind of sounds similar to Tim McGraw. Like the do-do-do. Like, I don't know. Cool. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's like the Bonnie and Clyde, like two burglars falling in love. Yeah. Like, fun stuff. I just loved it in the sense, too, and I kind of read it. I mean, that, yes, that's a mm-hmm. great, I was thinking of it more as like, um, like, I'm busy, you're busy, you know, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're always, like, canceling on each other, and, like, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, well, like, you, you, it's almost like who, a competition of who can care less. I know that's, like, yeah. another thing she writes about a lot, so I just love that, like, yeah, like, I'm, like, living my life, you're living your life, like, eventually we'll meet, and so that's why I loved the line, um, where is it? Uh, never wanted love, just a fancy car, now I'm waiting by the phone like I'm sitting in an airport bar. Like, it's <laughs> just very, like... Um, like, F bitches get money kind of thing, yeah. and then it's just, like, I'm sitting, I'm waiting by my phone, but only for, like, an hour, and then I got a jet, so I yeah. just love, love, love the song. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, that's, the Bonnie and Clyde idea for me was, like, they're both just, like, kind of, like, pieces of shit, <laughs> and then it's, like, and then they end up together. True. <laughs> like, that was, like, the feelings I was getting from this, and then very, like, I don't know, like, cowboy like me, very, like, yeehaw, like, in the, old, like, wild, wild west, <laughs> like, the Bonnie and Clyde just came through even more. <laughs> really so feeling true. it. Um, okay, and then next song was 
long, long story, story short, short, which was both of our honorable mention, just super fun, you know, sound-wise, it's, like, the bop, bop. of, like, it could be radio, like, yeah. enjoy, like, I'm, I have, I mean, if she doesn't put it as a radio single, like, I don't know what she's doing. Exactly, it has to be. Like, everyone will enjoy this, like, not, not everyone who's a Taylor Swift stan, but, like, this is just, like, one of those songs that's, like, go listen to it, it's fun, mm-hmm. you'll like it, it's a good driving in the car, like, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, this song was pretty much about, Con- like, Kanye situation. Yeah. That's what I read it was like. It was like, long story short, it was a bad time. Like, I went through all that shit. Yeah. Like, went through all this bullshit, like, whatever, and uh-huh. like, now I'm here, like, whatever. It was, it, here's the deal, it was a bad fucking time, and I'm done with it. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was more, too, there was, um, a, kind of an overlap with her and Tom Hiddleston, so she was dancing with Tom Hiddleston at, like, the Met Gala, and mm-hmm. that's when her and Joe met, like, in passing, same mutual friends, and then, so she's, like, I clung to the nearest lips, so that was, like, yeah. Tom Hiddleston, and she's, like, don't worry about him, like, he's old news, like, I love you, you know? Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, when I looked this up, because I was, like, it sounded kind of, like, those vibes to me, I, like, looked it up, and someone was, like, yeah, it's kind of just that, like, era of her life of, like, yeah. she was going through all that shit with the snake stuff and the Kanye West, the yeah. bullshit, like, before she met Joe, or, like, was with Joe, mm-hmm. and then she was with Tom Hiddleston as well, and it's, like, like you said, like, she just clung to the nearest mm-hmm. lips because she just wanted some form of, like, yeah. solace, love, whatever, and yeah. she's like, okay, like, while I was dealing with all this bullshit, I was in this relationship, and I dealt with all this shit, and, like, it was just all bad time, yeah. and, like, we're done with that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I love that, like, it's almost like, don't worry about that, those exes, like, they're, they're old news, and so my favorite line is, I want to tell you not to get lost in those petty things, your nemeses will defeat themselves before you get the chance to swing, so it's just, yeah. like, her reassuring him is, like, kind of the... Yeah. Interesting, because I would take that line as, like, Kim literally shot herself in the foot. Like, yeah. they lied, like... That's true. Like, your nemesis, like, will shoot them, like, ruin mm-hmm. themselves before you even had a chance, like, the real video recording came true. out, and then it's, like... That's true, too, Like, yeah. they shot themselves in the foot, and it's, like, they yeah. did it up for themselves, I didn't even have to fucking say anything. True. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of the way I took it. So yeah. I think it might have, like, both. Both, yeah. It. It's just Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's new? Um, okay. Here okay. we go. Christy might cry. I might cry. Um, so this song is called Marjorie. It is made for Taylor Swift's grandma. It is her grandma's name. Her grandma was a opera singer, I yes. believe. And I think her, her voice is on this song, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's really, really sweet um, song about her grandma and making her feel like her grandma's, like, still alive with her at all times, even though mm-hmm. she's not there anymore. Oh, my God. So. I'm already getting choked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I can't listen to the song without crying. Um, <laughs> I just, like, oh, yeah, like, the, the grand, like, the overlay in the track is just amazing of, like, her opera singing. Yeah, the opera the singing. She was, like, I still hear you singing, and, um... I just, like, it's just, like, the detail, like, it's one of those, like, I, I would put it in, like, the cinematic universe of <laughs> Soon You'll Get Better, and, um, God, what's the other one? There's another, like, really descriptive Yeah, I don't one. listen to Soon You'll Get Better. That's, like, her song about her mom having cancer, and I'm like, yeah. that's a no-go for me. Yeah, there's, it's just so, so, so emotional, and mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I would say it's, like, one of those things where it's just you can't, like, describe it. It just, it just is. And so, um, I just, like, loved the part when she was saying, like, you know, I complained the whole way and, and, like, I wish I, you wrote, you know, wrote things down for me and stuff. And, um, I just, like, got emotional with, like, my grandma who's still alive, who's, like, 
she like spent all this time compiling her family story and I, I texted her like immediately and I was like oh my god thank you so much but then it also reminded me of my other grandma who passed away and she and like she was really sick for most of my life and so she like we always like kind of complained about going to like see her because it was like um she couldn't talk very well and stuff mm-hmm. so it was like really intimidating as like a like a seven-year-old kid and stuff yeah. so like we didn't really like talk to her that much and so I just got emotional about that and then she was talking about like the closet and like after my grandma passed like all the closet stuff like got passed down to us and yeah you so, got all of your grandma's like yeah bags like, and bags. shoes and I, things I still wear like a lot of her purses mm-hmm. and stuff because they're cute and then um like, I got jewelry passed down that was really meaningful to, like, my grandpa and stuff, so I was just, like, I was just not well, and then so, like, <laughs> the, yeah, and, like, the, I, like, feel like, you know, she's with me still, and so she was talking about that, like, you're, you know. Yeah, you're it's just alive. one of those songs that, like, hits well with, like, yes. pretty much anyone who's lost, like, someone or a grandparent or yes. something like that. And so I still can't, I'm, I'm, I just need to move on from this song. because <laughs> She's I, choking <laughs> up a lot. But I love the song. I love yes. the line, um, never be so polite you forget your power, never wield such power that you forget to be polite. Good so line. Thank you. Okay, yes. we need to move on. Yes, okay. Go. So next song is a lot more fun. <laughs> um, it's called Closure. Um, it is so bitchy, like next level, like bitchy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so much it is so like fun yes i don't know i have been saying that about a lot of songs which is why i think i like this album Mm -hmm. better than the last one because it's a lot of fun fun but this is just so bitchy and it's so good it's so good i could listen to it a hundred (laughs) times i'm sorry i'm still she's so emotional like i'm not kidding i can't listen to this song (laughs) (laughs) we didn't even listen to it she's crying it's okay it's understandable oh man okay um, but yeah, I, the, okay, so with this song, it's, like, very much, like, pretty much, like, almost, like, when an ex, like, texts you, and they're, like, hey, like, how are you doing? And you're, like, dope, like, I'm doing great, but, like, you don't need to fucking check in. Yeah. Like, they're, like, just checking in, and it's, like, I I don't need you to do that. <laughs> like, at all. Yeah. So, that's, like, kind of what I took from that. I don't remember what the lines were for that specific part, but I think it was something about, like, yeah, letters and... Yeah, I'm doing better. Yeah, it, it's something like I'm doing better. Like I, it, it pretty much she's saying like I'm doing great. Like you don't, I don't need you to check in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the uh, the favorite line of this one is it cut deep to know you right to the bone. That's, yeah, that's to me is almost as powerful as the song as the lyric. If I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? Like it's just yeah. so like it has that like me- double meaning where it's like I knew you to the bone, but it also cut so deep and it's just like yeah, oh so good. Literally, it's like okay, like you're kind of a piece of shit and I don't need you in my life anymore. Yeah. It's it's just, like, yeah. so bitchy. Like I said, I can't... Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the perfect way to describe the song is, like, I like you're feeling bitchy vibes mm-hmm. and feeling, like, that, like, little bit of, like, resentment anger. Mm-hmm. It's, like, go for this song. Yeah. And uh, on the Spotify, she made all these, like, mini, like, I guess they're, like, gifs, kind of. Like, yeah, it's, like, videos. little videos. And so um, her in this one, she's, like, just, like, sassy walking and then kisses at the camera. I'm like, yes, girl. <laughs> yes, it's like, hmm, I'm feeling myself, you can go fuck off. Loved it. Yeah, is there any, like, um, theories for this one at all? No, just, Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are grasping at stuff, because I saw something about it having, like, double meaning with, like, um, Scott Bruschetta or whatever. That's yeah. how you say his name? Borchetta. But people call He's him... Bruschetta. People call him Bruschetta to, like, as, like, a... a piss, that's yeah. why, because I think a lot of people say it that yeah. way. Like, I've heard people say <laughs> people it. People like, shut up, Bruschetta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I don't know. Someone said it was, like, that. Like, her being bitchy of, like, yeah, like, you were friends with me. Because, like, they were really close. Her and him. Right? No, it was, uh, her... 
So Scott Burchette, she never wanted anything to do with him. Okay, it was the other oh, person. No, I'm right, right? Wait, I'm thinking of Scooter, sorry. Yeah, yeah Scott yeah, Burchetta. Scott, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Scott Burchetta um, was the one who, like, yes. signed the label with her, yes. the whole thing. And they were really, really close. So it's her kind of saying, like, because, like, I wonder if behind the scenes he has checked in. He's kind of right. done those things. And, like, a lot of people are taking it as, like... Don't eat it. Yeah, like, dope, F like, off. you fucked me over, like, I don't have time yeah. for this. actually, it's a very valid theory. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, didn't hate that. I Sometimes I'm like, I can't tell if it's, like, legit or yeah. not, but I felt like this one kind of... Totally. ...felt one with it. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the last song, the <sighs> the Evermore. title track, yes. Evermore. Uh, featuring Bonnie Bear. Yes. <laughs> Just, his name is Justin. It's like yeah, such like a... Why like, did he choose Just, Bonnie Bear? Justin's like a guy in, like, your homeroom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Um, I think it just, it means good winter in okay. French. Yeah. Interesting. So. Good to know. There. Um, opinions on this song? It took me a while to figure out what it was about. Yeah, I still kind of don't know. <laughs> it, it starts out by saying, like, I think this pain is gonna last evermore, and then it okay. says it's not gonna last evermore. So I think it's just about, like, growing through pain. Okay. Um, Which I feel like is, like, the culmination of the whole album. Exactly. Like, so I, that makes sense. It's the title track. It's just yeah. saying, like, this is the meaning of this entire album is, like, we go through pain, it, mm-hmm. we'll get through it and call it a day. And so it was written with Joe. Um, oh, okay. So the, you wrote a lot. Yeah, so three songs. So it was uh, Evermore, uh, Champagne Problems, and there was one more. Was it Tis the Damn Season, you said? Yes. Yes, okay. that's a third. And so, anyways, and he, he played piano on it. So oh, love it. Very cute. A little musical <laughs> couple. Um, yeah. Adorable. And so, in my opinion, the best line is, writing letters addressed to the fire so it's one of those things yeah. where you just like write it down and then you and just, just automatically toss it <laughs> see you never yeah because you can't you can't send it so you yeah, just write no. it down um i have to state an opinion oh about this song oh boy <laughs> so bonnie bear he i loved his voice on folklore like on that album like loved it i've never heard him sing before i don't listen to him often it's very deep it like hits you what song is he on he's on exile with her yeah um, so, like, he, like, starts off that song with her. It's like, ooh, yes. So, I'm listening to this song evermore. It starts off with Taylor Swift. I'm, like, vibing. I'm, like, oh, like, this beat, like, this melody. I'm, like, really feeling a one with this song. Then I'm, like, okay, where's Bonnie Bear coming in? Like, where's his deep voice? <laughs> then he starts. And it is this high-pitched, like, weird, weird sound. And I don't want to discredit him because he's he has a... He, he has he's not tone deaf like he sounds good but it was like literally sounded like a boy when his like voice cracks or like you know when guys like pretend to be girls and they're like bah, 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 like they like do that like fake girl voice that's kind of like what he sounded like it like it wasn't really a false set setto because his voice is like so deep yeah. naturally that it like it doesn't it's not, like, that pretty, like, Nick Jonas falsetto. Like, you know when Nick Jonas has, like, that beautiful falsetto where he's, like, goes high yeah. and it's, like, very pretty and he can, like, sing for a long time in it? Totally. Or, like, the Justin Biebers, the, like, Shawn Mendezes. Like, they they have, like, that higher voice. When he did this, I was, like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It, like, kind of, like, threw off my vibe. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was really, like, feeling the deep voices with the national, like, the whole thing. And, like, I, yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion on this song. Because I really liked him on the last album, and I was just so, like, offended that that's how he chose to sing on this song. (laughs) 
And I don't know why. And it was very synthy too, like yeah. over his voice on top of the already like not good sounding it's high whenever, pitch. Whenever you hear synth in a Taylor Swift album, it's Jack Antonoff, and I kind of hate him for that. <laughs> he he just throws it in whenever. It's sometimes too much. Yeah. And I think this is a good example of it's it's too much. So I, I feel like he with Bonnie Bear too. Like I know his voice is really low, but he could have just like taken it up a little bit, like and maybe been like a little higher. But I think he was really trying to go for that like really high falsetto, and it just like wasn't working for me. Yeah. Personal opinion. But the song itself is really good, and I like the melody, and I like her part of it. It just, that part was like, ugh. Like, you just kind of, like, ruined the song for me, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I like your music. I like everything. Like, your voice is beautiful, just not that high. <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, too funny. Yeah, I had to give my opinion on that, so. <laughs> it couldn't be left in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a good wrap-up to the, to the album, but there's mm-hmm. two more bonus tracks. Yeah, uh, right? I want to listen to them. I know, you have to wait until, I'm, I need to order the CD online. Yeah, someone I, just needs to buy me the record and then a record player, yes. and then that way I can listen to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I want to order the CD online, but, so I have a CD player in my car, so it just defaults to either, okay. like, Lover or Folklore or whatever's, like, on mm-hmm. deck, and, um... I almost got sick of Lover and Folklore because it was constantly playing, so it was one of those things where, like, I'm just going 10 minutes away, so I'm not going to put on, like, my Spotify. Yeah. And so I'm almost hesitant with this album to put it in my car. don't do it. Because I don't want to get sick of it like I did with especially Lover. Oh, my God, I can't listen to Lover anymore. Yeah, no. So... But I, don't I do think want that's smart. So, bonus tracks, right where you left me, and it's time to go. Which eventually, I mean, once the albums are shipped out, they're going to. People gonna sh- will post them. Yeah, and they'll put on Spotify and stuff too. So, um, excited for those. I wonder what it's time to go is. Um, I know. I, I'm interested that it's two, because I feel like. Yeah. I mean, she does other. On her other albums, there's like a, a couple bonus tracks, you know, if you go back all the way to like Fearless and all of that. But with Folklore, it was only one. So, I'm very interested yeah. because I feel like these albums are very like meaningful more. So it's like, ooh, what are these two going to have in them? I don't know. Yeah. It's like the feeling I have about them. I know. And to leave this, to wrap this up. Yes. To leave off of something to think about. There is a potential for a third album. Yup. Oh my god. You thought it was going to come out today. (laughs) Okay, so potential because her birthday today. Valid theory. It's not happening. It's 7.15. People are saying New Year's Day. Um... Because that's a big, big date for her. She just likes New Year's Day. Um, I saw some people pushing it all the way to, like, May, though. Yeah, I mean, so she just finished writing Happiness, like, last week. So I feel like she needs a little bit more time, unless she really was writing a lot this summer after she released Folklore. That's what she said. Like, once we we released Folklore, we just Mm -hmm. kept writing. So um, the the proof, and she's very, you know, she's Taylor Swift. She loves to do the little Easter eggs. So the proof is... Um, she's been using three emojis for everything. Okay. Um, there's three cardigans on the website, which I think is the strongest That's theory That's definitely the strongest theory. So, on the website, actually, it got taken down, but... Really? Yeah, so it's no longer on the website, but... Interesting. In between, like, right before this, there was, um, the regular cardigan, and then the second one was, like red and orange, which is the... Evermore colors. Evermore. Yeah. And it didn't have the patch that said Folklore album on it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a green and, like, off-white one, mm-hmm. um, which could be the third album mm-hmm. aesthetic. And then there's other merch items that are, like, the set of three. Where yeah. It's like a, like Everything's three. Yeah. And so there's also three stars on the cardigans. And um, the biggest thing is uh, 
the potential name is Woodvale because there was like a hide and seek um, type picture that she had, okay. and it said Woodville, like very. Oh my god, politely. it was so hard to see. You had to like superimpose zoom. the picture and exactly. like zoom in all the way up in like the trees. It like <laughs> almost makes me wonder if that was just like a like a, a mess Photoshop up. edit or and, something. And there's no way. Yeah, it can't because they would have gotten. No, because people said they saw it on their personal. Like I was reading comments. Yeah. On things and people were like, "Oh, I have it on my CD or whatever it was. It was like on something." Mm-hmm. No, I'm. Do saying, you have like, the CD? Not yet. It's, I mean, it just I got... didn't know if you had the Folklore CD or whatever, the one that said Hide and Seek on it. Like, someone said it's on oh, there. It's, okay. like, an image from mm-hmm. one of the album covers or something. Yeah, so, I don't know. I But also, maybe it was just, like... Someone was fucking with you. No, no not even that. Like, someone in, like, Taylor Taylor's team or whatever, like, put the wrong, like photoshop layer on like i don't know <laughs> like i'm thinking yeah like, but woodvale is like very specific to her life exactly which we'll, so we'll yeah say. so then also um that's a property of the lakes district and that property re- was recently sold in that area and also the name woodvale has ties to like her hometown in pennsylvania yeah i mean that's like too specific like woodvale is like way too specific exactly Do it, but didn't she say make a comment about something in there or maybe that was something else yeah, she makes hard, comments. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to decipher, too, like, what's, like, just, like, a parody or what's, you know, what's real. So, just something to think about. Yeah. There could be a third album. And mm-hmm. at that point, I would literally check myself into a hospital, so. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so here's my opinion on the third album. I think it, unless she releases it, like, really far from now, but, like, within the next, like, year of it still being in a year span of time. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, let's say she released it, like, all the way in, like, June or, like, May then I think it could be okay because it's far enough away. But I think it would just be way too much of an overload if she released it on New Year's Day or, like, within even the next, like, couple months. Yeah. It's just too much. It doesn't give you time to, like, marinate and, like, love an album. Exactly. And the other thing is, she said this from the beginning, is, like, if I don't release something that's better than the last, it's considered a colossal failure. And so she would have to top not only folklore, also Evermore. Because I think Evermore is topping folklore, which is very hard. Very hard to do, and it's just... I don't know how she would top this, so... Yeah, well, that's my thought process, too, because she said folklore is supposed to be spring-summer, like, vibes. Spring-summer, which I don't know why, because... No, it was it July. It gave me, like, dark, like, sad vibes. It was July, and I was, like, holding myself up with, like, a cup of tea, like... Yeah, with, so... Getting my winter clothes out. I don't know what world she's living in, that, like, spring-summer is cold and <laughs> scary and no. sad. But, um, and then this is, like, the bright, yeah. shiny album, so it's just... I don't know. So she, yeah, she said but like, it makes sense, obviously, because folklore's August, like... The names are summer and yeah. spring and whatever, but whatever. And then this album's supposed to be fall, winter. Yeah. What the fuck is the third album of the whole year? Is it just 2020? Like, I don't know. I'm so... Like, it doesn't... It just wouldn't make sense, but it also would because of there's just some, like, solid theories about it. Even people were saying her braid on this album, it's three. Ooh. Like, three hair strands. What would she do for the third hairstyle, do you think? Well, I don't know. She did, like, space buns, like, yeah, low that's space two. buns. <laughs> like, she did low space buns, and then she did the French braid, braid. which kind of gave me, like, horse girl vibes. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> and then maybe the third one would be, like, ugh, like a ponytail. I don't yeah, know. I was like, I don't know, down. She could yeah. just go back to her, like, down with yeah. the, like, how she kind of had it in Willow. Mm-hmm. Like, that pretty, like, oh, free true. hair. Yeah. You know? Or double French I don't braids. know. <laughs> I told you this, but my mom... 
saw Taylor Swift's bangs. And, like, Taylor Swift's beautiful. She looks great all the time. But, like, she's really going for these, like, messy bang look. And my mom was like, she's a gorgeous girl, but I can't look at her bangs. (laughs) They give me, like, serious issues. And I'm like, why, mom? And she was literally like, because I had bangs like that in the 80s. (laughs) And then she pulled out pictures and they were identical to Taylor Swift's bangs. And she's like, that's before straighteners were a thing. And I feel appalled that like Offended. she would even like choose to not use a straightener on those banks <laughs> yeah that's uh i can't even i can't even do i mean i'm a i'm not i'm i'm very much team taylor but yeah i'm also a fan that can admit when things are not great and that <laughs> is that is one of them <laughs> yeah i don't know she's beautiful irrelevant like she looked great in willow with her hair down yes very pretty but oh great album great album i don't know good stuff but yeah so you've made it this far thank you so much and um we love you and we hope that you love this album as much as we did yeah and like feel free to message us with your thoughts if you agreed with anything we said didn't agree have other theories like i would love to know more theories if you find any other ones i mean i feel like we have our resident taylor swift expert here phd yeah literally phd but um if you have anything else maybe you're double PhD. I don't know what the heck you're doing. Your PhD with like 10 years practice. I don't know. (laughs) Just hit us up. Give us anything. We'd love to have conversations about it. It's, I don't know, good album, exciting stuff. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, keep listening. We'll all be in our feels for the next month because of this album. So if you're with us, you know, Give us a like, rate, review, all the good stuff. Story, yeah. Share it with a fellow Swifty, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Alrighty, well, have a good rest of your week, guys. Bye. Bye. train for a reason so you could sit there in this hurt busting crowds or silent sleepers you're not sure which is worse because I dropped your hand while dancing left you out there standing crestfallen on the landing champagne your mom's ring in your pocket my picture in your wallet your heart was glass i dropped it champagne problems you told your family for a reason you couldn't keep it in Your sister splashed out on the bottle Now no one's celebrating Dom Perry on you brought it No crowd of friends applauded Your hometown skeptics called it champagne problems You had a speech, you're speechless Love slipped beyond your reaches And I couldn't give a reason
Your mind is touched on the Chevy door. November flushed and your flannel cure. This dorm was once a madhouse. I made a joke. Well, it's made for me. How? Evergreen, our group of friends. Don't think we'll say that word again. And soon they'll have the nerve to deck the halls that we once walked through. One for the money, two for the show. I never was ready, so I watch you go. Sometimes you just don't know the answer till someone's on your knees and asks you. She would have made such a lovely bride. What a shame she's stuck in the head. But she'll find the real thing instead. She'll patch up your tapestry that I shred and hold your hand while dancing. Never leave you standing, crestfallen on the land and champagne problems. Your mom's ring in your pocket, her picture in your wallet. You won't remember all my shit.